Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil production, see? Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very dancey Jurassic. Jurassic's pretty good. Jurassic episode of Glee. Aggressive. Aggressive. My name is Karina Stokes. My name is Ian Brodsky. And folks, we are here today to discuss season three, episode nineteen. Getting getting Mm. real close of Glee, entitled Promosaurus. Which originally aired May eighth of twenty twelve. Ian, I have yes. a, I have a fun fact for you. Okay. Do you want to know what you and I were doing around May eighth of twenty twelve? May eighth, twenty twelve. So that was the end of my junior year, your sophomore year. Yes. So it was about like probably uh, co- coming on the end of classes and finals week. Um, Ian, we were at theater prom. Midnight. We were, oh my god! Ian, on the day that this this Glee prom episode aired, we were, in fact, having attending a prom of our own. Karina, holy shit. I didn't realize that as I was watching it. I was just, like, curious. And I was like, oh, I wonder, like, about what I'm tagged, like, photo. I just checked Facebook tagged photos. So we were like, it might not have been exactly that day, because, you know, back in the olden days... There might have been a day or two of lag time between photos taken and photos uploaded. But yes. (laughs) Oh, man. All my tagged photos from May 8th were us at Well, what day of the week was that? What day did Glee air historically? Thursdays? Okay. Because it would make sense to me that that would also be when theater prom was to the date. Yeah. Like, maybe I'm just going to choose to believe that, that we were at theater prom as this was airing. But that's, yeah, right. Wow. So it's truly we were living the prom life, and by that we truly were. But like the sleazy college version, yeah, where maybe someone's the faux, getting fancy, a, where someone's getting uh, drinks uh, mixed for them in the bathroom because they're still under um, twenty one <laughs> and don't have a wristband yet. Yep. Oh man. Yes, there is many, many a photo. From theater prom that year, all of them. Oh, absolutely! All of them gems. So yes, one hundred percent of that. It really makes me feel like we can now discuss this episode authentically because yes, we are back in the mind, the headspace, as it were. What what it could be Um, like to be a prom? (laughs) Um, did you go to your high school prom? I did. Yes. Same. And I believed we We have talked about proms in the past on this. Yeah, with the last prom episode so i forgot that there was already a prom episode to this point in terms of like other theater proms so my high school prom we've covered but right i did attend four years worth of theater prom (laughs) which is somehow worse um disagree i don't know it is a choice um but the best one of those was by far my last one where uh it, me and friend of the show, Jenna Kate, were both seniors and both well beyond giving a shit. So we were just like living our best life of like we are, we're here. We're legal to drink and 
and we are better than all of you. And it was great. Didn't you like win an award that I night or something? I did win an award. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, and someone gave the award didn't come with a sash, but someone else already had a sash. So she just this like freshman who I don't know who it was to this day gave me her sash. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Prom is more fun when you're in college and it's at a bar with an open bar. Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Who could have possibly guessed that that experience <laughs> would surpass? Uh, yeah, Oof. but folks, this is why if you're going into college, this is why you always pack a nice dress. Pack a fancy yeah. outfit. Yeah. You never know. Uh, if you just need, like, one. You need, like, at least, like, dudes bring, like, two pairs of slacks, a couple button-down shirts. Some ties. Uh, yeah, like, one or two ties, you're set. Yeah, but, like, yeah, if you're a girl or a dress-wearing person, and they're like, don't, you don't need to bring a fancy dress. No, just bring a fancy dress. I guarantee you there will be at least one occasion that will call for you to, for fun, wear a fancy dress somewhere. Yes. Yes, people are always looking for excuses. Yeah. All right. Um, well, should we... But that's not what the show is about, Should we talk about this Glee prom instead? Yeah, let's talk about Glom. Um, we got this recap. Uh, Rachel has blown the biggest audition of her life. And uh, we got Quinn's boner legs. Yep. They're back. Um, and Puck is failing. Um, and that's what you missed on And Glee. Britney's class president. We can't forget that. Oh, yeah. And Britney's class president. Yes. Uh, we open on Rachel being dramatic montage. Where her yes, voiceover Karina... is just like, oh... My dreams are dead, but that's okay. And you're like, okay, well. It's very woe is me. We maybe learn here that her name is Rachel Barbara Berry. Yes. I think we either knew that or we learned that here, but yes. Right. Spelled the right way, of course. Of course. Um, you may need to fill in details for me, Karina, because even though I watched this two hours ago, I am so fucking tired. I also that watched I this two wrote... hours ago. Amazing. I wrote the bare minimum of notes, so yeah, I, was I like, usually write a lot. I was like, I'll remember. Basically, she does right. point out, she's like, this is what you get for making no backup plans. And I'm like, yeah, yes, idiot. Even if it's not a backup plan, this is what you get for not <laughs> auditioning for any other school. Yeah. So now she's like, well, now I guess Finn's my... She's, she is now where Finn was a couple episodes ago, where she's like, Finn's my new dream now. Actually, mm. she's where she was a couple episodes ago when she thought she didn't even get invited to audition. So we're just... Right. But now it's even worse because she choked her audition, which I still yes. love to see. So now she's like, I guess prom will just be the next best thing that happens to me. And you're like, okay. Right. Fine. Um, Becky wants to win prom queen. Um, yeah, return of Helen Mirren, I suppose. Was that Helen Mirren? I don't know. I, I assumed it was, but I did not look at the credits. It didn't. So. I mean, it, it sounded like a different voice to me. Someone trying to do Helen Mirren? Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Glee couldn't get Helen Mirren again. Right. Because that was, seemed like a surprising get the first time, but let's see. Promisaurus. Yes. So, yeah, Becky wants to be prom queen. Fine. We, we cut to... Figgins just going sexy teen trollop. It is weird. It was heaven. It was Helen Mirren. Okay. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can't as a principal. You can't as a principal refer to one of your students as sexy uh, teen trollop. You just can't do that. Right. You just that's just bad. Um, and we we're reminded here that 
Britney has been president for a while, a chunk of the year, a while, a while, um, and has done nothing. So, what's the logical answer? Just abolish the, the presidency. class presidency. If that's how it worked, um, we would be fucked as a country. Yeah, um, for a long time at this point. Yep. And um, I do love the detail that she's been per- uh, accepted at Purdue, but not the college, the, the chicken, chicken factory. factory. Yeah. The, that was funny. The beginning of this episode is all Britney, and it's got a lot of um, got a lot of really good bits in it. Because then after yes. she says she's been um, accepted to Purdue, she's like, okay, well, I guess I have been distracted by my uh, fluid teen romance, and then something else, and she goes, and then I just stopped talking for a little bit. Sort of like referencing <laughs> the fact that Britney hasn't done anything in several episodes. Right. Yeah, it was definitely a bit of a meta joke. Um, which was awesome. Um, but she also doesn't want this to, like, she doesn't want ending the presidency to be her legacy, so she's going to meet with the prom committee, which she does. Um, the theme is Castles in the Clouds. Um, Great Les Mis-themed prom, you know? I was just gonna say, I don't I don't know if it was a Les Mis reference, but I will count it. Uh, um, love, love the prom committee, who were like, Brittany, we have sent you 14 messages yeah. and you have not shown up and she's like yeah great cool she's like well we can't do castle in the clouds castle is too heavy uh to be yeah, in the clouds, clouds won't support Fine. them um what about stairway to heaven well not unless you're going to build escalators to heaven for the disabled students okay very good um, followed up by so, i don't even know if they can get into heaven which like uh, well right, there you go which, uh okay, yeah that was a real one-two punch of some sort the best um, so so Brittany declares no to their themes they're going to do her theme which is yes. dinosaurs great love that for her great yeah um and then they're all like that's a terrible theme she's like well too bad i'm president she's like okay well thanks prom committee you're all fired even and then this is maybe my highlight of the episode where she's like even you rachel sorry yeah. see you in glee club and it's not rachel yeah. at all it is it's just another brunette with bangs and a turtleneck yep like, so funny and we do love a we do love a Britney centric plotline. Yeah. Um, what this was a return to an earlier episode, right? With the um, xylophone thing. I thought it was just. Did we have we done it before? It's just a Greece reference. Well, that was my other point on this, but I feel like maybe Becky had done it once before. Maybe it would make more sense maybe. to do it when Sue was principal because why is the cheerleading coach making announcements? Right. I couldn't remember, um, but yeah, another another. Reese reference, you know, very timely for us in our timeline. Yeah. Rest in right. peace, Olivia Newton-John. Oh, man, yeah. Bring that <sighs> in. Uh, but, so, yeah. for some reason, it's up to Sue to announce who the nominees are for Prom King and Queen. Um, yes, and they are... For Prom King. Rick the Stick. Yes. Yeah, for Prom King, Rick the Stick. Love that. Uh, Brittany S. Pierce. Yep. And Finn Hudson. Fine. Uh, interesting. Okay. Uh, interesting group of people yeah and for queen prom queen we have missy gunderson who no it they just made that person straight up they were like let's have that... we need to have a third it can't for plot reasons be anyone in the glee club so right how about missy I mean, gunderson by... okay two things one congratulations to this woman for getting a little residual check from us today and two by this logic, it just easily could have been Tina, because they weren't going to do anything with her regardless. No, but Tina's only a junior, so... Oh, right. Shit. 
Although that um, doesn't make sense also from last year because, I mean, it doesn't matter. Anyway. Any, anyone can win. <laughs> We're splitting so many hairs that don't I don't know why they decided exist. to make random character Missy Gunderson the third prom queen nominee, but I support her. Yeah, good for Missy mm-hmm. because the other two are Santana Lopez and Quinn Fabray. Great, fine. Makes sense. Cuts a glee club with Will saying, we're all winners. And I wrote, There's so little Will in this episode. That's its highlight. I mean, thank God. Um, But they are singing at prom again. And even like they cut to Rachel and she's like, right. Well, that was like their senior prom for all of them. Like that seems way worse than being like performing at your junior prom. Yeah. But okay. It is still really weird. There's a lot of in this episode of, Rachel and Finn talking about being engaged and, like, being, like, about to be getting married. And it's still very weird to hear them refer to each other in that. As fiancé. Yeah, I'm like, you're, but you're such children. Um, yeah. I love the little bit where she where Brittany announces the theme. Yes. And she's like, it, it's dinosaurs. And Santana just goes, sheer genius. Yes. And Santana uh, like, is hype girlfriend here. She is willing to pump her up. There is a point here where Brittany is just like, she's saying her lines, she's doing the thing, and it cuts to the rest of the Glee Club, and Jenna Ushkowitz is visibly laughing. Yeah, she could not hold it. I saw that. I saw like, her break. I love that. Oh my god, I fucking love that. Um, um, and the rules are no hair gel, and we're only going to do dinosaur songs or whatever. Well, her, her rules are the food is berries, meat, and rainwater. Yes. No hair gel, and yes, all songs are dinosaurs. Spoiler alert, no they're not. Um, no, they're not. There's one. There's one. Not enough dinosaur songs in this episode. Not enough dinosaur songs in the world. I'm surprised they didn't do Walk the Dinosaur. Yeah, me too. The only other dinosaur song I can name, to be fair, but they didn't even they didn't even try. Right. Finn, so it turns out Quinn asked Finn to campaign with her as prom king and queen. Here we are again. This happened last year. Rachel yeah. is having a bad week, too. Because... Like, Rachel has been, like, doing the very much, like... You know, everything has happened, like, things are happened how it's happened, I'm very zen about it, like, I'm just going to enjoy my prom, and then being Finn's wife, but then, I guess this was the straw that broke the camel's back for her. Right. Because it sends her into, like, a jealous rage. Yeah. And, um, now she feels like her high school career is ending the way it started, as a sad little Jewish girl, didn't need to throw that in there, watching Finn (laughs) with the pretty blonde cheerleader. Okay. Yeah, but Finn is all like, Finn's basically doing it out of guilt, which also, everything about the Finn and Quinn plotline, I think they are somehow, neither, no one wins here. But in this case, Finn is like, well, she can't walk and it's our fault, so I'm just gonna do this for her because I feel guilty, basically. Right, it's kind of like half put together, and again, here's that word, it's also not earned. There's so much unearned this episode. Yeah. The only thing that was earned was Brittany throwing dinosaur prom. (laughs) She earned that. She She sat in the background. She sat in the background for like the past five episodes not doing shit so she could have a dinosaur themed episode. Right. She, yeah, she worked for that. Um, But yeah, so cut to. Oh, wait, hold on. There's the only noteworthy thing about it's not even anything. But what else is noteworthy about this is, for some reason, Rachel's dress in, like, this scene and, like, the song scene, she's wearing this green dress that you think is just polka-dotted, but whenever it cuts to up close, it's actually patterned in baseballs. 
It's like the fabric is lime green and then with tiny baseballs all over it, which is just confusing. The costume designer was on Off that drugs? week? Yeah. Like, Rachel would love to wear this fun dress patterned with baseballs. Everyone's favorite sport. Right. No one even plays baseball on this show. Yeah. As far as we know, McKinley High does not even have a baseball team. No. They have hockey and football and synchronized swimming, and that's it. The closest we got is... Oh, no, and that's even football. Never mind. I was going to bring up Rachel Berry singing uh, Whitney Houston's national anthem, but that was the Super Bowl, I think, so... Your guess is as good as mine on that. Probably better. Neat. Awesome. Wonderful. Anyway, um, Quinn is walking on the bars. Joe, Teen Jesus, homie, is like, let go of your hands. And she does. So she can stand... but she, she can't can, really walk yet. She, she can walk. She can walk shakily, but she's you know doesn't stick the landing. Right. But she's get. She's making very significant progress. And Joe's like, yes. "This is great. We need to tell everyone." She's like, "No, not yet. I want to make sure I'm. I want to wait until I'm more like like progressed. Basically, I'm doing right. even better, which right. is well within her right. Let's yeah. just remember that right now. It is Quinn's decision on when she tells people about her pro- her medical progress. <laughs> Put a pin in that. Quinn, it is up to Quinn to decide when people know about how she is doing in physical therapy. Oof. Okay. Yep. Um, and so, cut to Helen Mirren yep. as Becky's inner monologue. Yeah. And she's still mad about not being even nominated for nominated. Prom Queen, because that's yeah. all she wanted. Um, and we get the scene between her and Sue. Yes. Um, and she's, apparently she had a... Declared a war on xylophones and ransacked the cafeteria line with some brilliant cutaways of her doing exactly that. The war on xylophones xylophones. is fucking hilarious. So fucking funny. It's amazing how many xylophones she managed to run across in the hallways of the school. (laughs) How many xylophones does the school possess? At least four. And then just the stone coldness of her walking down the lunch aisle flipping everyone's trays. So fucking Was beautifully done. Like, chef's kiss. Shout out to Lauren Potter. (laughs) The acting in that scene was amazing. Yes. uh, And Sue um, was basically like, well, you know, it's what I like about you, Becky. People didn't vote for you. You're just a, you're just a bitch. Yeah. It's great. It's great about you. I love that she said, um, I say this as a compliment. You're a bitch with a bad attitude. Yep. Like, so great. Um, it's very much a Sue pep talk. It's probably a little insulting. Uh, but, you know, that's, right. that's the Sue the Sue way. and it's The like Sue way. The- and I think it was, and if nothing else, it was a little insulting because she said that the sympathy vote was split. Yes. That's yeah, icky. With Quinn. That was not as good. We don't like that one at all. But, but Sue invites her to prom with her to be the deputy chief of watching the Punch Bowl. Um Cut to Rachel singing that Fergie song that makes no sense. Big girls don't cry. Yeah. Yeah. So Rachel apparently just gathered the band to stand in the pit while she sat on stage with a stool and sang a song about being sorry for herself. I would say more accurately, she summoned the band. She did. Uh, My notes for this, I was like, did she just do this so she can sit dramatically on stage and sing big girls don't cry? Oh, wait, there's (laughs) Kurt. And then yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then it was like, oh, and now Blaine's here too. Okay, right. Is every and, and I was like, is everyone feeling sad all of a sudden? And yeah, and Blaine is even like, oh, is this rehearsal for prom? And Rachel's just like, nah, this is just how we feel right now. So that made me laugh so much because Blaine was particularly like, 
is this a, are you rehearsing this song for prom because it seems like a bit of a downer and i was like is this a meta joke for how they had her sing jar of hearts, jar of hearts. at prom last year oh my god and so I it's blame so. being I hope it's them being like, you wouldn't want to sing such a sad song at prom, would you? L O L Would you, Rachel? <laughs> uh yeah, Rachel's having a lot of feelings about Quinn and Finn campaigning together and like her whole life. Uh sure. Kurt is like, Well, I don't want to go to prom necessarily because I was humiliated at last prom, which honestly, fair. fair. Like, that's a good point. Things went were really bad for him at that point, and he could have and- uh had some leftover trauma. And, and Blaine, Blaine is like, what I'm about not going my up hair? <laughs> Blaine is going, they treat this plot with a surprising amount of sincerity. And yeah. I can't tell if it's, if we're supposed to like, take it at face value or it's, he's being so sincere about it that it swirls around to be funny again because you're like, oh, you really care about this. I'm he will wondering... not go if he can't wear gel. I'm wondering like, what came first? The chicken that is the bit in the last episode where Mike Chang asks him for hair gel advice mm-hmm. or the egg where we have this plot line where he refuses to go to prom if he can't wear hair gel. Probably. I don't think they write them um, that far in advance, so I'm guessing hair. this is just a hair gel through line. That's part of Blaine's character now. <laughs> sure. And so there's a great transition here from the stage to the Glee Club mm-hmm. where she where Rachel Berry announces the anti-prom party. I find this to be a very cliche thing. Yeah. The anti-prom plotline, but fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's just because Veronica Mars also did it that. Oh, right. And Veronica Mars is a great fucking show. Yeah. So there, she's like, I've invited all of the uh, underclassmen and it just cuts to her only inviting Becky. Who's like, all right, Right. sounds kind of lame, but Okay. Right. Yeah, she's like, I've rented the hotel room at, like, the Red Rooster Express Inn, which is the fanciest hotel in Lima, which is a pretty good joke. Yeah. Um, And they're just going to enjoy it. And then Santana is sort of like, hey, you just need to deal with your feelings and get over yourself because I don't want to have my prom. I'm not going to not go to my senior prom because... Because you're, you're feeling, feeling sorry, sorry for, yourself. for yourself. And you're being selfish. Like, get over it. Get over yourself. Just come to right. prom. Whatever. In and I'm way, like, yeah. Yeah. And in a way, it felt like this checked a box. Like, anybody could have said that speech to her. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't even feel like a classic Santana drag just because no. it was very straightforward and not, like, colored right. with insults. Yeah, um, it was but, It was just, like, yeah, checking the box valid. is exactly how it felt. But yes, all true. Um, cut to the hallway. Um, Quinn is approached by one of the aforementioned prom committee members. Yep. And it's it's like, oh, Quinn, you're so brave. And Quinn goes on this whole speech about, like, no, you inspire me, able-bodied person. Yeah. And so, of course, the sympathy vote is her whole ploy. Yeah, Um, we get get this, this plot, which is apparently Quinn milking her disability. Which, like, I... The only, like, maybe not the only reason, but like, I did appreciate this kind of thing because this felt like a Quinn that we had known. Yes. This felt like a classic Quinn kind of thing. Yes, it is. It, it's like the writers once again being like, well, this is part of um, Quinn's personality right. of not really. Uh, so we'll just bring that part of her back 
to her being kind of conniving kind of a bitch like and at least it feels more grounded than like stealing a baby energy part two right although i you know she had previously just been sort of like woke since her accident and being like no i'm just glad to be alive and i want to get out of the school go to harvard and walk again um right yes but now we're back to quinn being like prom queen over everything and i'll do whatever it takes to win which was kind of her plot last year yeah except this time it was i'm gonna hide that i can kind of walk again because i'm getting a sympathy vote yeah anyway (laughs) yeah so and and it's important that finn witnesses this too and he's like oh doesn't that seem a little skeevy and quinn's like but i prom queen and that's it okay votes are votes votes are votes finn um Anyway, Dino Prom is awesome. The best part of this is fucking Mike Chang. Mike Chang. Yep. Yes. Mike Chang walks in and he's like, I actually really love dinosaurs. And he's Yo. like totally enamored with the whole thing. And you're like, fuck yeah, Mike Chang. Fuck yeah, yeah Mike Chang. I'm glad you get this for your senior prom. A theme you what? love. Earned. That is earned. Yes. Dude went through family drama, learning to play riff in West Side Story, learning to sing this year. Um, and he deserves Dino Prom. He does. And he got it. Um. I would love the spinoff series of Mike Chang, just being wholesome Mike Chang. Right? We just need to, like, check in on him every once in a while. Like, how are things going for wholesome Mike Chang? Yeah. Uh, Mike Chang loves dinosaurs. Um. (laughs) And and Tina just seems happy that he's happy, so even better. Yeah. Tina's supportive. That's nice. Um, Um. then this is an excuse for Brittany to cover Dinosaur by Kesha. Yes. The only... And it's not even really a song about dinosaurs, but it certainly does have dinosaur in it, so we'll take <laughs> it. It says dinosaur, yeah. She's she's put on some sort of cavewoman outfit. Uh, yeah, Got a bunch of cheerleaders with di- giant dinosaur heads on to be her Mood. backup dancers. I do Big find mood. it funny. They must not be attending prom because they are all wearing cheerleading outfits. Right. Um, that definitely stuck out to me as well. But they do so, the song Dinosaur. Yes. Like, um, uh, very tight choreography. Yep, as you expect with the Heather Morris number. Yeah. They love giving Heather Morris Kesha, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. only her second one, but like still, two Kesha like, songs it, for, for one person. It was, it, it, they very much gave her like a type, if you will. Yeah. Like, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the Kesha... It's Run the World, it's mm-hmm. uh, Me Against the Music, like... Yep, 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 yep. Right. It's a fun number. It is. Um, fun to watch, certainly. And this is where, and this is where we learn, um, Sue put seven tablespoons of Visine in the punch, yes. which is so fucking funny. To get everyone out on time. Yes. I will say, considering, I mean, obviously the timelines, we don't know exactly how long it was until prom, but they pulled this theme together very quickly and very well. Very well. It's a very well decorated prom. prom. Yeah. Makes me kind of want to go to a dinosaur themed prom. Like, it looks fun as hell. Yeah. Finn is looking for Quinn. Finds her in the girls' bathroom. I mean, strike one against Finn for going into the girls' bathroom. Right. Not a good move. Didn't need to do that. No. Yeah. And this is where we see Quinn, more or less for the first time since the accident, take some steps... She doesn't need, like, really, like, she's, Finn catches her standing, which right. is enough that's, that's for him to be, all. like, pissed. 
and then she's like takes a couple steps to her like she's not like she's running a marathon or anything she's clearly still pretty shaky but it's enough for finn to be like you're a liar and i'm like right. okay hold on that's a bit much slow down cowboy like yes his frustration is definitely coming from he had just seen quinn really milk the wheelchair thing in exchange right. for prom votes and so he feels like duped by not knowing that she was making any good progress right. i understand that's where he's coming from and that's fair but also he's like calling her a liar about like her own progress journey it just feels really bad i think he just yeah. reacts too strongly to Agreed. this the fact yeah like he, he did not he gets, have to call her a liar for like, he gets really angry about it. And I know, it, really? like, they try to justify it being like, well, if I had known you were could have walked or making progress towards walking, I'd be hanging out with Rachel instead. Like, which also feels yucky. Like, Right. Yeah, like, there's something about, I, I don't know. Say that, like, you can lie by omitting the truth yeah. all you want. This did not feel like that. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, like, he doesn't know anything about Quinn's intentions, like, had she been thinking about right. revealing her walking status, like. Right. Also, she, he doesn't not know up anything to you, of, Finn. Yeah. So I get that why we're supposed to see Quinn being in the wrong, but I just feel like Finn's reaction was, like. Not earned. Was, was not, was bad. Yeah. Um, anyway, anti-prom is really sad. Oh, also, at one point, Quentin's like, though, but she's like, but all the nominees have to dance together. That doesn't sound right or true. And also, not right. everyone was running as a, as pairs, so does that mean all, yeah. all like, there's a ring, ring around where everyone is, like, switching <laughs> dance partners? Like, right. it's a oh Regency ball? I was just imagining, like, a medieval, like, folk dancing, like... right. That I would have partner. liked to see. Or, like, the Man. thing where they just, like, are sticking their hands together and walking <laughs> around in circles. Yes. Oh, my God. Someone that, give us that deep fake. That is what it should be for if all the nominees have to dance together. This is just a line that they made up to be, like, to make, to, to get set to the up next something scene, annoying, yeah. Basically. But I was like, you can't just say that. That doesn't make any sense. Glee, yeah. your rules are dumb. Glee, anyway, your rules are dumb. Anti-prom is very sad so sad um, sad hotel room i don't know why they didn't fucking plan anything like they didn't even roll up with any decorations right looks like they had one box of beer like and a and a, a an envelope of condoms yeah which they didn't like that was becky's contribution so yeah because she wants to play strip poker yeah rachel is just a bad like we've seen her throw well no i guess her other party was lame too rachel's just a bad yeah party bad party planner yeah and so how so lame how lame is it it's mm-hmm. so lame that kurt was like oh we can go sound of music on this and make couture out of the hotel room curtains yes which doesn't feel not that it's not legal but that doesn't feel okay oh you definitely should not do that <laughs> nope, you're gonna get charged up you the wazoo get charged if you destroy so the curtains. <laughs> yeah, Rachel's like, we could have a fashion show. And I'm like, did you bring several changes of clothes? Well. And then she's like, why don't I put on my prom dress? I wouldn't want to wait. Because I was sitting here being like, there's no way Rachel would roll up in a, a an A-line in a Rachel, skirt and yeah. a, like, a business casual top. But 
<laughs> she's like, no, let me go get it out of the car. I'm like, okay. Also, Puck's and here. Puck is also, also here Puck's because here, yeah. he's sad because, about being a failure. Right, that's like a whole... It's a plot point. It's a plot point. Um, yeah, we just keep being reminded that Puck failed his exam, so he believes he's not graduating. And right. Fine. Yeah. Um, cut to Santana singing Love Song by Selena Gomez. Yes. Which, look, don't care for the song, but mm. I, I like this. It was a good cover. Santana doing it was great. Yeah. With Tina and Brittany. Yep. Brittany has changed into... Uh, out of her cavewoman outfit into like a tool skirt, a suit jacket, and a tiny hat. And yes, we love a tiny hat moment. I th- did she wear a tiny hat to last prom too? Is that well? Last like, time look? was like tiny tiny hat. This was like so a this pretty was a adequately sized top. Hat. Yeah, this was a like I don't know it if was, it was proper top hat, but it was. Oh, uh, it was not. Ian, it was fully like this big. It yes, it was not a tiny hat. It but it was a small. It was not the size of her head. Right. It was a slightly larger miniature top hat. Yes. <laughs> that's, I think, yeah, that's your, you're right, you're right. That's the way to put it. Maybe next um, year, if she, there was a third prom, she would wear a full-size top hat. Right. We'll never um, know. We'll never know. And so we see Sam and Mercedes dancing together here. It's very cute. I really liked this little scene. Like, it's yeah. them dancing, reminiscing about how they did this at last prom. And then we get, like, the eensiest plot closure moment for mercedes where she gets to look over see her ex dancing with dancing with another, another woman and they like have a they share a like glance of being like we're both doing okay and it's that's it it's just a nice yeah. little button on that that i plot. love that and i, I really, really liked that. it yeah um yeah and because like we all know i'm here for the sam sadie's yeah thing i support it um but can't think too much about that because Finn has to freak out and get Finn aggressive is, again. Finn just can't keep it fucking together at proms, huh? Yeah, what is this? He's what is this like, real glee fight. aggressive shit? He is he is the glee aggressive. He's got to fight <laughs> someone at every prom. At this point, he's just like bullying Quinn, being like, no, stand up, show everyone. Like, what the fuck, dude? If, here's the thing. Even if we felt like he was justified of his reaction in the bathroom when it was just the two of them, this is fucked up. This is this him is getting up. really aggressive with Quinn being like, no, show everyone you're a liar and show them you can stand up. Like, it's right. so mean, especially Like, almost considering... laying his hands on her. Yeah, like, yeah, almost getting, like, physical with her and I assume to, like, yank her up out of her chair. Again, Dude. he knows nothing about her recovery journey except that he saw her standing propped up against like the sink counter yeah and like she was able to maneuver herself back into her wheelchair like right she took like the three steps she needed to yeah and they were small like we don't this is just it's it's so it's so rude of him and he's so aggressive about it and and sue intervenes is like am i really about to throw you out of prom again another prom (laughs) yeah so i'm like okay that's good for you continuity point yeah. yeah And he's like, no, I'll just leave. <laughs> I'm angry. <laughs> Why? Like, that definitely, in my mind, that's what his internal monologue is exactly like that, that in your voice. It's um, that simple. Anyway, there's a great Jar Jar Binks reference that Sue throws at Joe. Yes. Hilarious. Because um, he do be looking like Jar Jar Binks. Um, yeah. So... 
Then we cut to another Tabitha reference, apparently. Yeah, they're watching Tabitha. Sal- they're watching Tabitha Salong takeover. More continuity. <laughs> yeah. For Glee. Kurt and two Glee points in one episode. Love Tabitha Salong takeover, and they're right. Um, d- Blaine just won't give in to the no gel rule. Yeah, he's um, really he's really serious about the hair gel thing. Yeah, Kurt is like. We could just go to prom, because this is clearly very lame. See, Kurt's right. wearing a normal-sized top hat, so that's our good comparison. Fair. Point. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, like, Finn shows up. Rachel's been in the bathroom for 45 minutes, and it's so that she can get into full hair and makeup and prom dress. Yep. She does look really good in her prom dress. Leah Michelle looks very She looks very great. Nice. Yeah. Look, and, yeah. Um, and, like, my roommate and I were talking about, like, it looks more Leah Michelle than Rachel Berry, but she fucking... Yeah, it, it works. Yeah, she, Slays, she looks gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Um, Big win for yeah. Rachel and the prom dress look. Yeah, and good for her. Um, prom sucks without you, without all you guys. So he brings up the same fucking point that Santana did earlier in the episode. Yeah. And this is enough for them to be like, you're right, we should all be together. Well, also probably the fact that they had just been sitting in a terrible hotel room doing nothing for 45 minutes was like, right. to be like, let's go to prom. Yeah, let's get the fuck out. Except for uh, Becky and Puck decline to yes. go. And, and even Puck is like, I'll go next year. Right. And, it's... and Finn, who last episode was all like, we gotta stick by Puck and help a man, was like, all right, see, I got my hot girlfriend, yeah. so... Uh, <laughs> I gotta go in prom I'm game. out. Your problem now, bud. Sorry. <laughs> um, and so they do end up at prom. Um, Karina, congratulations. They did a 1D song. I know. This is, uh, they will do three One Direction songs in total. Uh, first of all, we got to Will and Emma just to show that Will and Emma are here at prom for some reason. Didn't need right, that, d- but. Right. Not even chaperoning, just being at prom. Just at prom. I assume they're also chaperoning, but, and dancing. I mean, you can assume, but, like, they're, they're pretty cozy. Yeah. Um, yes. We cut to what I have dubbed the, the 1D, but it's made of boys who have not had, uh, plot lines recently. Yes, so that is got, absolutely it. It's Joe, Rory, Artie, Sam, and Mike. Rory <laughs> truly came in out of nowhere. Yeah, he's back. He's here for prom. Fine. Um, okay. But it is them, and they are singing uh, One Direction's first single, What Makes You Beautiful. Uh, yeah, my bias is, is here. It's here. I have <laughs> nothing, nothing bad to say. I will give it to them and to you on this one. They they did a great job with it. It's a hype they, song. It's a great they song. They nailed to play the boy for, band energy. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a good song to play for a crowd. Most everyone knows it enough at this point that if like if people are already like in the right zone, they're already here, they're already dancing, having a good time, you can throw this on and everyone will have a good time. True. You might not want to um, start your night with it, but You build up to it. Yeah. Um Um Sam is definitely wearing hair product, so yeah, but that's true. Maybe it's moose, though. Mm. It could be hair moose. Uh, they also give uh, Sam the the hairy part of this song, which is the part where the music drops out under him, and it's just him right. Saying. And all the girls yelling for yeah, him. Yeah, so that makes sense. But then he goes and beats on a cymbal for no reason for a while. And I, don't I know miss why that. He that's that. hilarious. He just like picks up a drumstick and just goes like smashes the cymbal like sort of on beat, and you're like, oh, huh. that's a weird choice. um Um, yeah beautiful my favorite part about this though is the cut to sue dancing sue was dancing and like 
Figgins does like a little weird like swim move in it. Yeah. And then at the end, they're like getting a bunch of cheers, as they should. And then they're like, let's lift Artie out of his wheelchair. So Sam like <laughs> hoists Artie up like cradle style and holds him up. And then yeah. Mike is like, yeah, I'll lift his wheelchair. So everyone knows, I guess, that this is who this is. <laughs> you know, just like that was the it. second or third take. And the director yep. of this episode was like, yeah, when we do that this time, um, Harry, uh, lift his wheelchair, too. Yeah, just shake it above your head like it's a victory trophy. Or even and- better yet, like, Harry Shum Jr. did that on his own, and the director was like, genius! We're keeping it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, we go so- back to uh, anti-prom to, to find Becky and Puck actually paying strip poker. Becky had been suggesting it, and uh, we find she's out winning. they follow through, and she's winning. Oh, yeah. this is my other weird beef. Why does Becky have to only be in her cheerleading outfit for this? Like, Yeah, that's a weird detail. I know they're not going detail. to prom, but you'd think that she, like, could, they could at least give her her own, like, off-duty, off-hours outfit. Right. But, guess it's not. not like they're, it's not like they're strapped for money on clothes. Yeah, so they kind of, uh, Puck and Becky have this, uh, little bonding moment. Yeah. And... Uh, Becky Becky explains like she just really wanted to be prom queen um, and so Puck to his credit has this really sweet idea of well what about anti-prom king and anti-prom queen and so he goes over gets the beer boxes makes them into little makeshift crowns and Becky has never been so happy And I found this both very sweet and also extremely weird like okay sure like i it was very cute and like it was nice to see them bonding but like there was no build-up to it why puck suddenly decided that he's going to have this moment of like i'm going to make this girl's like dreams come true using diy which is not like and also like the also the weird sort of sincerity of which like becky seeing herself with a half of a beer box with cut into a crown shape like it was i don't know it, it just the vibes just felt they weren't bad they were just a little weird for me sure no that i like the emotion sense, but i was like this doesn't again earned i'm not sure if it was earned mm, totally it might have been more earned if maybe that had come from sue in some way and no right. that wouldn't make sense because like what sue's not going to be at anti-prom but if there was a way to tie the Sue and Becky relationship, even or, like this is even like if it somehow ended up being Santana and Becky and there was a little moment of reconciliation there, that's a little more that's a little further of a reach. Or even if they just like her and Puck had like even talked about it a little more. If it was yeah. Becky being like, you know, Sue told me it's just like it's because I got an, an attitude that people, like, tend to scare people away, but I'm not willing to change myself just to do this. And Puck's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I also, like, have an attitude. Yeah. And they could, like, bond over being, you know, wh- you know, kind of rabscallions or whatever. It's just that, right. but it's just seeing... Somehow the way it was played of being, like, th- like, here's your, here's your crown made of trash, and that being, like... <laughs> not Trash like, crown. It felt like the crown was was the moment, not, like, the feeling of, like, bonding together and being like, no, we're, let's go show that school we're, like, better than them. 
It felt like they put that too much sense. emphasis on the on the cardboard crown, and I was like, that's weird. I guess There's that. potential yeah. here, and they almost got it. They just swerved in a little bit of a weird right. direction. Right. Yes, 100%. Um, um, but we love seeing Becky happy. And we do love that Becky is very good at poker. That's always a trope that oh always gets me. Unexpectedly good at poker. poker shark? Yeah. Unexpectedly good at poker is just a joke that I am always going to enjoy. Absolutely. We cut back to prom proper. Yes. And Rachel meets Quinn in the hallway and has this little moment of... Yeah, she gives this whole speech of, like, I'm sorry, I was jealous. Quinn is like, didn't know you were, so no problem. (laughs) That's so true, though. Like, she was not there at all for any of Rachel's freakouts. Um, And there's, like, a little cute, like, moment again of growth, kind of similar to what we saw last year where... Rachel's like, okay, when we started, like, like, when we started high school, you were everything I wanted to be, you were pretty and popular and had Finn, and when I saw the two of you campaigning together, it was triggering, but now I'm happy to have voted for my friend, because you, Quinn, are my friend. Right. Um, Which sweet. we've done a couple times this season of, like, but we're friends, right? And right. apparently this speech is moving enough to Quinn that it makes her look longingly away as Rachel walks away to reveal right. something we'll find out in a couple scenes but yes um we cut back to like the dance floor and Sue's like um you drink you've had seven uh glasses of punch like what are you uh I, no, I forget she, if she, she accuses Tina of spiking of, the punch of, of spiking the punch yes she's like Tina going over is like you spiking the punch and Tina's like no I'm just thirsty I'm just and thirsty. she's like no you're here to do- I know what you're doing and Tina's like um and no, then I'm just dehydrated from all the yes. crying yes that's what it was yeah that was so funny um that's Tina's one personality trait now is, is she cry emotional yeah um, um Becky enters with Puck in their anti-prom crown glory apparently everyone claps which like okay sure also felt strange I did maybe like they all them. got the tweet I, I did like them teaming up to, uh, Puck is like, well, I'll get you to prom and, like, with a prom, with a crown on, and right. Becky is, like, uses her relationship with Sue to distract so Puck can finally spike the punch. There we have so, it. So, they helped each other achieve their goals. Like I said, it was an almost good plot for me, just missed a little bit, but it was, I liked the end of it. Yeah. We get... Quinn and Santana counting the votes for yep. whatever reason. The plan yeah. is that they count the votes so that they explained. keep each other honest. Yeah, that was Brittany's idea of like, so the election can't be rigged. We'll have two of the nominees count the votes. But it seemed like an actual fine plan. Yeah, it worked like, out. And um, this is where we get Quinn's, I guess, growth from whatever was happening or not happening for yeah, that matter. Well, where... Santana's like, well, Brittany only got four votes, votes for Prom King, which is bullshit, so I don't care about this anymore. Right, like she was and she's only like, in well, to, you're in luck. Yeah, she's only in it to win it with her girlfriend, which, like, yeah, fair. Um, sure. And Quinn and, is like, well, you're in luck because I won by one vote. One vote, yeah. And then, but she, Quinn, Quinn finds out she's one prom queen, but still feels empty inside. Right. And is like, don't you want to... And then makes this whole speech to Santana being like, we've had such a perfect high school experience, which, like, um, mm. debatable in some ways. Debatable. <laughs> Uh, don't you want to, like, 
make a difference and you're like, okay, what kind of difference are you going to make with your prompt right. vote? But we'll find out. But that gets you thinking like, okay, so obviously they're not going, they're going to rig something. What could it mean? Let's um, find out. Yeah. We cut to everyone looking at what turns out being Blake without hair gel. Blaine. Blaine without hair gel. Yeah, just Darren Chris real hair. Yeah. That's just um, what Darren Chris hair look like without gel. The not in the Blaine look. Uh, everyone is like, that's terrible. To be fair, it's not styled well. It's very frizzed out. And Brittany's like, as president, I admit that I abused my powers, and you can regel your hair immediately. Um, but Kurt is like, no, no. Uh. Oh, also, they're about to announce the winners of Queen and Queen. So Kurt, yes. in one hand, is like, no, stay with me because. I like you for who you are, even without the hair gel, which is, again, treated with, like, a shocking amount of sincerity of, like... Yeah. I mean, I guess okay. it's fine. Sometimes people are self-conscious about their hair. It's maybe not yeah. as big of a deal as some of the other plot points, but, you know, fine. It's fine. okay if to try to feel weird about your looks and try to adjust to that. <laughs> and we need to fill an hour. Yep. Um, Kurt is forced to go up and name, like, crown the new prom king and queen, and it's only him because Karofsky's still not here, so... Right. It's oh, just yeah, him. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> um, yep. Anyway, cut to Finn is prom king. Yep. Hooray. Fine. I, I would have voted for Rick the Stick, but... Oh, no, I think I would have voted for... I, actually, I probably would have voted for Brittany. Yeah. Half ironically, half sincerely. Yeah, that um, sounds right. Also, Finn... Fully looks like Jughead here. <laughs> yeah, I can see. Because he's got like the pointy, from. like yeah, uh, spiked up do up front. Drum roll on prom queen. Yes. So Figgins is like, man, can't can't believe it. For the second year in a row, we've had a write in. First, right. you do get you cut to Kurt who looks like terrified. You right. do cut to Kurt being like, and suddenly you're like, oh, this is actually could be him being like, am I about to relive my nightmare again? Right. And no, but no, for all that talk about using this prom, rigging this prom vote to make a difference, who do Quinn and Santana decide needs to be prom queen? But fucking Rachel, Rachel Berry. Barry. You want to talk about unearned. Yes. Uh, the, one of the most unearned, uh, I like to imagine there's a lot of people attending that prom being like, her? her? I didn't vote for her, did you? Right. Like, yeah, I mean, if there was any semblance of, like, we get a little, we get a, a little few plot points of, like, yeah, Rachel's fallen on a couple annoyingly inconvenient hard times or whatever, but it's not like she was so, I mean, like, I, I yes, she, she's, like, sort of at the bottom of the well at the end of her line or whatever, but that wasn't enough of a season plot point, I think. No. To have us feel sorry for her and that, like, she should deserve prom queen for right. one reason or another. It's just, it's literally just like, well, we'll give her prom queen because she failed her Miata audition. Like, that's it. That's really, like, right. the worst thing that's been happening to her. And it's her own fault for not having backup schools. So we shouldn't reward this kind of behavior. Really? And I guess, I guess it's Quinn being like, well, we'll let her dance with her fiance as prom king and queen but it's like i would be pissed if i was missy gunderson i'd be super pissed oh my god missy is probably seething if it's not she not only lost like 
to Quentin Santana, but some th- unknown. But a write-in vote. Write-in vote for Rachel Berry, who like has not done enough work this season to make it seem like she is, yeah, more tolerable, basically. Right. She's still just Rachel Berry. Yep. Um, and um, the only best part of this is that you see Quentin Santana singing a duet of Take My Breath Away. Yeah. That was good. We love that. We love that a Quinn song. was so good. And Quinn Santana's Quinn not like a, a duet we get a lot. Right. Ever, so. I was thinking that too. Like, I'm surprised we haven't had more of these. Yeah, because this was really good. They sounded great together. It was. And then. And I do love a Santana Quinn plot line where yes. they're like in cahoots and or actually friends. Yeah. Which we never really. We never really get. Have had. Yeah. No. So, I liked that. I liked the montage of everyone's prom pictures being taken on that dinosaur. Yeah, that, that was, was cute. fun. I love going, uh, seeing everyone enjoying prom moment. You got your rejected boys as one picture. You got your salmon oh, Mercedes. Yeah. You've got your couples. Like, everyone's having fun with this big dinosaur prop. And I'm like, that's fun. And that feels genuine. Yeah. And then we sort of end with a dramatic of moment of... Quinn deciding to use like to to stand this is the moment yeah. and it was like every yeah like Mercedes was like oh praise and praise like, it's like right Christian the thing I liked about it was and this goes back to our like Quinn and Santana being friends plot is clearly Quinn's not standing super great because she's still right recovering, but she's you shaky. have Santana literally supporting her supporting her and it re- that, that was a really nice moment of yes of like girl friendship two people who decided to for whatever reason give rachel berry prom queen sing this song together and santana's like let me literally help you on your journey yeah that was um, nice that was nice that was a really nice moment i'll give glee that one yeah we get emotional Tina being emotional where yeah. she's like, I just don't want any of this to end. Um, okay. Fine. Right. Um, and this whole thing is enough for Rachel to start believing in herself and her dreams again. Yeah. So she had one episode where she didn't believe in herself. Neat. Right. Yeah. It's Rachel, this, this whole fault line of being like, we'll make prom great for Rachel sucked. It was dumb and I didn't like it. Yeah. Let her no, wallow in her dumb choices a little bit longer. Yeah. God. Anyway, that's the episode. That's it. Yeah. That was our prom episode. Yeah. Uh, senior prom. Wow. Um, yeah. Let's talk about the, this was the music this episode. Not a very music-heavy episode. Uh, they really, I think, almost went for quality over quantity this time. There's some wow. flops, but you know, I think in general, the songs were all deserved to be there, and were all pretty good. Yeah, sure. I was not upset with most of them, um, but you only get to pick one or have to. Depends on what you how you feel. Um, so one of these songs is going on your iTunes uh, for your future prom playlist. Mm. You're gonna dance to one of these in the prom in your mind at theater prom. Um, yeah. Yes. Your choices are Big Girls Don't Cry, Dinosaur, Love You Like a Love Song, What Makes You Beautiful, and Take My Breath Away. I think I'm going to go with Take My Breath Away. That's, I would say that is a correct choice. Yeah. It's a good duet. They sound great doing it. 
couple Santana-led songs this time, which is nice. Yeah. And Karina, what are you going to choose, he I asked am... as if he didn't know. See, here's the thing. I am contractually obligated. <laughs> uh, my brand does require me to, no matter what, uh, correctly choose the cover, the Glee cover of What Makes You Beautiful. It is great, though. Yeah, it's fun. I It's not as good as the original, but, you know, gotta support. You gotta represent. What makes this not as good as the original, other than it just not being the boys from 1D? Yeah, they're just not as good at okay. singing. Okay. okay. They don't have the heart. Cordover Street has Nile energy. Yeah. It's the it's the blondness. It's the happy-to-be-there the attitude. It's the happy-to-be-there. It's the, like generally looking around you're like you seem like compared to all these other guys you're pretty unproblematic like yeah he can fly under the radar pretty well and he's underappreciated well anyway that was our prom episode of glee we are really hurtling towards the finish line yeah nationals is soon but not yet not yet not quite yet no so the show is at you can find the show on the internet at Glee Aggressive yes. at Twitter and Instagram. We are uh, Glee Aggressive at gmail.com if you would like to write us in long form. Um, what's your favorite dinosaur? Yeah, tell us your favorite dinosaur. Tell us why, too. Yeah. Or alternative dinosaur songs besides this one catch a song and walk the dinosaur. That, too. Please let us know what songs are out there about dinosaurs. I feel like the only thing enough. I can think of is that there's that line in the next 10 minutes from last five years where they go, we should go look at the dinosaurs. They do talk about the dinosaurs in the last five years. Right. So there is that. That would also not one. be a great song to sing at prom, Terrible though. prom song. Don't sing Up any song from the farts. last five years at your prom. Oh, my God. Theater kid garbage energy. Prime. That would be a theater kid crime. Crime. To get up at prom and sing Ameri- anything from the last five years. American Crime Story, Jason Robert Brown. <laughs> ah! Oh, no. Well, he's it's true. Ian, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Twitter and Instagram on iBroski. Um, at iBroski, rather. Um, yeah. IanJBrodsky.com. Um, iBrods on TikTok. Uh, come see my show, October 4th. Uh, Rockwood Music Hall. Hooray. Um, what about you, Karina? Where can people find you? You can find me at the same handle on both Twitter and TikTok, which is Epic Adventure of. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, folks, for this prom episode. You can join us next week when we will be, I guess, discussing season three, episodes 20 and 21. One, one mega episode. One, let's, let's mega-sode it. Mega-sode, since those two episodes aired back-to-back. So shall we. Um, yeah. So you will hear both props and nationals as the two titles. Ooh-wee. Guess what one yes. of them's about. Um, <laughs> so I do have to ask Ian, does this episode of Glee make you want to watch the next episode of Glee? Actually, yes. For Despite its shortcomings, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a good episode. Yeah. Especially compared to last week's. We're flying yep. high. So. Yep. And will we continue? Who's to know? (laughs) 